It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, the dreaded Monday, the worst day of the week is back with us. It is July the 24th and I know that if you are a real estate agent, Mondays can be a nightmare day. Getting back to vendors, of course, after those very busy open homes. Then you've got the whole negotiating from the weekend. The whole day can squeeze out pretty fast. A lot to organise and to be disciplined with time management. So good luck with all of that on your Monday morning. Well, coming up this morning, we are catching up with PRD Chief Economist Asti Mariasmo, who last week you might have heard she disappeared off our Wi-Fi connection into the ether wasteland of lost connections. Sounds about right, Asti, doesn't it? You just disappeared. Hello, hello. Happy Monday, or some would say magic Monday, you know, to make up for the fact that it is a Monday. You're making me sound like I blew away into, you know, some sort of space Star Trek type of thing there. (laughs) But I suppose I did drop off and maybe I jumped to another galaxy. Yeah, well, you fell off the end of the planet was uh, what sort of happened, but we were lucky we had Mario. And we're getting very close, aren't we, to the RBA, a new decision coming up in August, which I guess all sort of attention now is being placed on Michelle Bullock, the incoming RBA governor. A lot of pressure, isn't there? Definitely. Um, We're starting off August with a cash rate decision. So next week is the first Tuesday of the month. There is definitely a lot of pressure. There's a lot of expectations as well, um, especially because the federal government have done their review and there are some recommendations that the RBA is uh, going to implement. For example, going from 11 meetings in a year to eight meetings. And obviously with uh, Philip Lowe's contract ending and then Michelle coming in, she's been vetted in terms of having that commercial outlook and not in any sort of political party pocket or is being appointed by anyone in the political space. There is a lot of expectations, though, as to where the RBA is going to take us for the rest of the year. Yeah, and I think that it's a great sort of a reset moment. A new person, there's the opportunity for some confidence, if I can use that word, which seems a little bit bizarre when you're talking about the RBA. But you know what I mean? Like the reset of let's try and get things in a more positive vein, just with the messaging and everything. I think it's just that whole opportunity that it creates. It definitely does. Previous to her appointment, right now she's the deputy governor and so it means that she has been in the space for quite a while and you know she's well informed and I respect her as a fellow economist. There is a lot of opportunity here in the reset of how are we going to you know talk more to the public, how are we going to create our statements and policies so that it is more in that layman terms something that the public can connect with as opposed to the current standards. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities there. 
Yeah, that's the key word is messaging and the way they connect to the public spot on. All right, we'll come back to Asti. We'll talk more real estate in just a moment. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. Get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by Unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions. Well, a man has been arrested and charged with the kidnapping in relation to the disappearance of the real estate agent in New Zealand. Yan Fei Bao in Christchurch was last seen on Wednesday, last Wednesday at 10.30 in the morning. We mentioned on Saturday that her cell phone was found on the side of a motorway. The arrested man was apprehended at the airport, reportedly attempting to leave the country. We did say that we hoped that there wasn't going to be any foul play with the disappearance, but it looks like there is. And of course, what is horrific with Yan Fei, she was just going about her real estate business, which is going on every day up and down the country around Australia. And unfortunately, it looks like she has been grabbed. No doubt there will be more details that will unfold as the police try and put all of this together. It's the main centre forecast. And let's check on your weather on this Monday morning. First we go to Sydney, expecting a cloudy day, maybe a light shower, and your top today expected 18 degrees. Melbourne expecting a cloudy day with 15. Brisbane expect partly cloudy skies, maybe the chance of some rain, your high of 21 degrees. And in Perth today, good news, bathing in sunshine and your high 21 degrees. And if you're celebrating your birthday today, many happy returns for today, July the 24th. You are sharing it with J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez turning 53, the New Zealand actor Anna Paquin, she's turning 31, Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men, she's turning 40 and the Australian actor Rose Byrne she's turning 43 today Unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends, emerging suburbs and hidden gems. We are back with PRD Chief Economist Asti Mari Asmo and just before the break we were talking about how this is a great reset moment. Asti, I just want to talk about uh, Australia's Reserve Bank which has been criticised for not raising its cash rate as much as other countries. Countries like Canada, the UK, the US and New Zealand, they've all raised their rates more significantly compared to Australia. They have. So the latest cash rate reading for us was 4.1%, which we know have been held steady. It is on the lower end of the market or the lower end of the spectrum when it comes to cash rates. Um, there is some chatter about you know, whether or not we've raised it high enough. But at the same time, it is also proportionate to our headline CPI. But to be honest with you, if we compare it with the CPI, a higher cash rate, as you can see in New Zealand and UK, which is at 5 and 5.5, does not guarantee a lower CPI either. So, you know, there's always that balance between the CPI and the cash rate. 
And the Australian borrowers on variable rates, now they make up roughly 70% compared to much lower percentages in other countries. And just on terms of that fixed term rate in America, boy, it's just a different landscape in the US. I wonder just in terms of people's attitude when it comes to fixed rates, whether there'll be more of a appetite for fixing for longer periods. Obviously, you can't fix like in America for 30 years across the entire term of the of the mortgage, which is just fantastic. You know, you never have to worry about this sort of stuff. It is very much so that set and forget, isn't it? Like, you know, for the next 30 years kind of thing. And you're absolutely correct. Approximately about 70% of Australian mortgage holders are on variable rates, which is much, much higher than the US. Only less than 5% of the US is on variable rates. 35% in Canada, 15% in the UK and 10% in New Zealand. So even across the pond, only 10% of New Zealanders are on variable rates compared to our 70%. In terms of whether or not there's going to be more appetite for people to do fixed rate, at the moment, because of the month-by-month changes that we are seeing in the cash rate, especially it going up, there is going to be more of that appetite. However, there are also a lot of borrowers who would think, well, if I fixed it for 30 years, that meant that I could have missed out on the latest, lowest cash rate available during covid I could have missed out on those savings. It's an interesting one because, like, how low do you think it's going to go? So if you've got a two in front of it, I say fix it as long as you can. Because in some ways, it all just comes back to greed. You know, how much money am I going to save? Which is a fair enough thing to say. But with a two in front of it, hindsight now with people, they'd be going, gee, I wish I had to fix that. (laughs) For sure. And it's interesting, the offering as well from Australian banks, right? Because um, if anyone is looking at refinancing, whether it's, you know, when it had a two in front or now, any time you want to refinance, the bank will give you an option. They'll go, if you fixed it for one year, this is the rate. If it's for two years, this is the rate. Three years, the rate. And so one of the dangers, I suppose, that we have to think about is a bank needs to be profitable. And therefore, if we are talking about fixing it for a longer period, say past that five years or even going into 30 years, would we still get the 2% in front of our mortgage rates? Or would they then account for this long period of fixed term? And we might see four or five or six in front of our mortgage rate because Mm. they have to account it somehow. Yeah, as I say, I'm sure that people are going to get back into that fixed mode as soon as they start coming down next year. Now, just changing uh, tack a little bit, uh, Greater Brisbane's projected high population growth raises uh, some concerns at the moment about the housing availability. I mean, it's, it's a real problem, isn't it? Because Greater Brisbane has shown resilience in property prices despite the, the cash rate hikes. Yes, it is. Um, You know, we did have a massive boom when it came to housing prices, quite significant by Brisbane standards, Um, not as much as Sydney and Melbourne, but um, on the back end of it, we are seeing more resilience or less turbulence in the greater Brisbane market. Yeah, 2.9 million people by 2028, according to the latest data. 
and 3.6 million people by 2043. So quite a lot of people expected to come into Greater Brisbane. Yeah. And in terms of construction, uh, see that commencement rates for planned construction in Greater Brisbane, they kind of vary with landlots having the highest rate and dwellings and units having lower rates. Yes, and it's not quite surprising considering all of the construction challenges at the moment, whether it's material cost or labour shortage, but the difference is quite stark. So, Across the Greater Brisbane, which obviously involves Brisbane, Ipswich, Logan, Moreton Bay and the Redlands, the commencement rate um, for landlot projects is at 89.8%, whereas units is at 59.5% and dwellings are at 56.6%. So it is quite a large difference there between the ready-to-sell or ready-to-occupy stock and those that we need to wait. And I guess we should tip our hat off to the Brisbane City Council because at least they are increasing the density in key areas to accommodate population growth. They are, they are. Um, There's approximately 14,000 units coming into Brisbane um, City Council, um, which for some will sound quite a lot. But considering the population growth that we are going to have, it is very much needed, especially because we don't have a lot of land when it comes to being able to build those houses. And what's happening along the Western Corridor? Can you just give us a bit of an update in terms of projects there? Yes, definitely. So a lot of the projects are definitely located in that Western Corridor. About 10 top 10 projects are located here. Um, So whether it's Tuong, Milton, Indrapilly, those are the areas in the Western Corridor specifically, but then you also have your Hamilton, Bowen Hills, Woolloongabba, Kangaroo Point and East Brisbane as well. So those are some of the places in Brisbane City Council that we're seeing the confirmed apartments. Great. All right. Well, so nice to talk to you and get through the full conversation this morning (laughs) (laughs) instead of dropping off into the ether. So on that note, we better say goodbye just in case we lose it right at the end and have yourself a fantastic Monday. You too. Hopefully you have a magic Monday. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 